Jackets. Please start your archived recording. 30 seconds in. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, mark. 30 seconds to airtime. Your final time check will come with 15 seconds to airtime. Mark, 15 seconds to airtime. Stations, have fun. The following is a presentation of IMG. IMG. America's home for college sports. Together, we swarm. And five, a dive, touchdown, Jackets. It is broken up, incomplete. 32 yards to Quan Marshall in a blink. A rambling wreck is coming. coming. The 15, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Jackets. Broken up in the end zone. Sacked by the Jackets. They absolutely swarm. Mouse call, Curvante Benson. Take it the distance, young man. This is Georgia Tech football. Comes it in, intercepted, sacked from the backside to Quan before they even got in their seats. Here at Bobby Dodd Stadium, it's a clutch finish. It's time for the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. Coming up, we have 60 minutes of tech football talk. The Paul Johnson Show is presented by Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's Served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Now, alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year, Paul Johnson, here's the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. It is once again time to talk Georgia Tech football. Welcome to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. Nothing like the start of conference play to get your focus back. Georgia Tech dives into ACC play this Saturday when they take on Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. 12-30 when Tomey's leather. And, of course, plenty to get to as we break down that game. We break down what happened in Tampa this weekend. And we'll do some with your tweets. The hashtag, as always, whenever you want to chime in is AskCPJ. I'm Andy Demetrium. And let's welcome in the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Paul Johnson. Coach, good to be with you again. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, today's Correction Monday at practice, is, as we know. Uh, not a lot of disguising of your disappointment in the result on Saturday. What's the message to the team today to make sure they're in the right frame of mind, that book against USF is closed and they're ready for a productive week of practice as they prepare for Pitt? Well, I think you have to, to treat every week the same. I mean, you have to go in and point out the errors and the corrections and where we uh, lost the game, and uh, then you move on. You got you can't dwell on it. It's uh, can't let that team beat you twice, and uh, it's a game that uh, is disappointing. We had every chance to win the game. Uh, we dug ourselves a big hole with special teams and then found a way to get ourselves out of it. And, uh, you know, we're up a couple scores there in the second half and just couldn't finish. We, It's uh, the same story. We have a time, hard time stopping people when we need to get a stop, and we have a hard time continuing to go down and score. Uh you know, it was very early. It was almost similar to the Tennessee game and the fact that with 7.40 to go, we got the ball and uh, getting ready to go in to score and go up two scores again and, and we turn it over and then let them go 85 yards with it. Yeah, yeah so final score on Saturday was 49-38. You said in your media teleconference yesterday you thought it was a combination of a fast-tempo guy still learning to trust this new defensive scheme, a lot of young players out there that might have did the defense in. Uh, what do you see on Saturday, and what do you need to see get better as you, again, point that compass towards Saturday? Well, what we've got to do is we, we've got to correct uh, our mistakes that, that, you know, other teams are going to make some plays sometimes. But we've got to correct the things that we did wrong that contributed to, to what happened that has nothing to do with the physical part of it or those kind of things. And uh, we got to take care of the ball. It's that's, that's the bottom line. I mean, we've played two games and we've turned that thing over six or seven times and we're not good enough anywhere to beat people when you, when you miss your turn and you turn the ball over. You just can't do it. 
One of the newcomers who stepped up and didn't skip a beat was Tobias Oliver, your redshirt freshman. Took over after Taquan Marshall injured his toe in the third quarter. He runs at 18 times, 97 yards, three touchdowns, and barely a quarter of game time. You said in our post-game interview, he played great. What did he do so well on Saturday? Well, he just ran the system. I mean, he, he ran hard. He, he was elusive. He made some guys miss, and uh, he carried out his responsibility. For the most part, he did what he was supposed to. I don't don't think he had a mental bust. Uh, maybe I think he, he might have missed one check, but getting the play over to the other side. But uh, played with some toughness and was hard to tackle. Explain the formation that you were running out of. Uh, in that second half, first with Daquan and then with Tobias, that allowed you to have so much success rushing the football. Receivers were kind of tight to the yeah, formation. It's just a double flex. We've run it for years. It's the, it was nothing that we haven't done. What did you see out of USF that suggested that'd be a good adjustment to make out of halftime? Well, they were trying to play a lot of dollar gap inside and uh, you know putting people down in the gaps, and we didn't adjust to it very well early on. Our, our quarterback has got to get us into the right play against that stuff, and. Uh, so we just kind of made it where they didn't have to do anything but play. And certainly were able to carve them up and route to those three touchdown drives. Uh, you'd mentioned the, the special team scores and those uh, untimely turnovers. You said in the teleconference as well yesterday, considering moving maybe some older guys back into the kick return defense unit, is that something that you'll consider more as this week goes on? Yeah, you know, I'm as frustrated with that as, as I've, I've ever been with anything in my life. It's uh, – We've had different coaches in charge of it and different guys doing it. Uh, and uh, we're getting the same results. And uh, when you watch the thing, guys aren't doing what they're told to do. And uh, well, they've got to get them off that team. I mean, you can't continue to let guys play who won't listen and won't do what they're supposed to do. So, uh, you know, I think we're, we've been trying to save reps out of the older guys. Uh and it cost us. They've got we've got to put our best players on those teams because we're not very good at it. What were the adjustments you made in the second half? Seemed like the, the kick return defense was stouter after halftime. Uh, a couple of guys beat some blocks, but we still had some of the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, our fold guys were on the same level as the contained guys, and uh, it, you know we got it fixed the after the second one, and then dang if they didn't go back to doing it again. So we just need to change those guys. If they, clearly they can't listen. All right, once again, it's Georgia Tech versus Pittsburgh coming up at 1230 on Saturday. Coming up after the timeout, we'll dive into some of your questions on Twitter. Also, our Wellstar Athlete of the Week will get an update as well on some guys like Curvante Benson, Daquan Marshall. Stay with us. Plenty more to come. Just getting underway in the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven-layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice-cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's Tailgate 101. When bad weather is out there, so is Georgia Power, with power grids that can heal themselves. Highly trained linemen who are ready to go if the power goes out. And outage alerts by text, email, or phone that inform you of what's going on before, during, and after a storm. We do whatever it takes to bring you reliable power at the lowest cost when you need it. So no matter what the weather can bring, Georgia Power is there. To learn more, visit georgiapower.com storm. Where memories are made. This is the miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets. 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Cersei. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. It's that time of year again. Cold and flu season is back, and we've got you covered. Our primary care offices are conveniently located 
in your neighborhood, around the corner. Get your flu shot now so you can stay healthy. Cheer louder and never miss a game. Across the goal line, touchdown Georgia Tech! Wellstar, we've got Jacket fans covered. dialed in to the Paul Johnson Show. Now it's time for tonight's Wells Star of the Week. Presented by Wellstar, the official healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Hunches base to the B-back. Receivers tight to the formation. Cersei swings in motion. Oliver comes that way. Cuts it up into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. He planted that foot into the ground. Deked about a dozen or at least it felt like it bowls <laughs> and coasted into the end zone for the score. Touchdown, Jackets. Tobias Oliver, the Warner Robins Georgia native, one of his three rushing touchdowns on Saturday. He played with the poise of a redshirt senior, stepped in in the middle of a series to begin that third quarter, and, boy, picked up right where Taquan Marshall left off. He is our Wellstar Athlete of the Week. Wellstar, the official health care partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Welcome back to the Paul Johnson Show. Alongside Paul Johnson, I'm Andy Demetra. Coach, you said a couple of weeks ago on this program, you felt confident in your ability to call a game with Tobias Oliver under center. What did he show you in the spring and into the fall that made you confident th that you could do that? Well, I think he can run our offense. He's uh, good at running the ball. Uh, you know, he understands it. And, uh, you know, I feel good with him out there. It's a, sometimes maybe it's a little different set of plays, but uh, but we've got stuff in the offense that he can run. He, he came in with basically no advance <clears throat> warning after Taquan Marshall went down. Can you sense on the sidelines that he wasn't phased by that moment? Is that something you can yeah. read in a player during a game? Well, I don't think it bothered him, but sometimes that's the best way to do it. You don't have time <laughs> to think about it. That is true. What did that series that he had against Alcorn State, a couple of series, I guess, teach Tobias that maybe you saw him carry over to his snaps on Saturday? Well, a couple of mistakes he made in that first game, he he improved on in this game. Uh, the uh, Down on the goal line, the, the first one I'm not sure we did right, but after that on fourth down, he went where he was supposed to go. and uh, I think he just played with some confidence. He's he's a pretty confident kid. He's he's really quiet. Doesn't say a whole lot, but I, th I think he's listening and paying attention all the time. He's uh, and he's got a quiet confidence about him. Sean Bedford noted on the broadcast, he's really got a burst. He sticks that foot in the ground, and he can accelerate at the second level really quickly in a way that uh, Sean uh, said he hadn't seen in a quarterback in, in, in some time. Well, he's probably – he's just kind of elusive. I don't know that he's a burner running-wise, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, he's one of those guys when he gets out there and plays, he just kind of makes people miss. He plays probably a little faster than he times. Taquan Marshall suffered that toe injury. Of course, he did return. How is Taquan doing as we uh, start this week? He's fine. He's fine. And then Curvante Benson, he suffered the lower body injury late in the first quarter. Any update on him? He's fine. We'll find out later in the week. I'm sure we will. Okay. They're, all, they're all fine. They're all fine. Yes, indeed. Jordan Ponches Mason uh, took the snaps after Curvante. Almost topped 100 yards, finished with 95. How was his day carrying the football, and did you see a better blocking day out of Jordan than versus Alcorn State? He's got a chance. I mean, he did some good things. He's got pretty good vision inside. The The running part is much better than the blocking part, as you would expect for a young guy who hadn't played much. But uh, I think he improved from game one to game two on his blocking. So, uh, you, you know, he's going to get to play a lot probably. So uh, he's got to be ready to go. Only ne one negative rushing yard in all of his carries so far. Quan Marshall said in preseason, he's a tough guy to take down. He started to show that. Yeah, I think that uh, he is. And most of those th guys are downhill, straightforward. You hope they wouldn't lose much. But in that game, what those guys carried the pitch a lot. So, uh, you know, he was out there. He made a couple of nice runs, made a guy miss on our sideline, and, you know, had a big, long run. So he had some some nice plays. They have 46 yards in that run from Jordan Ponches. Mason, Daquan Marshall had a 45-yard touchdown run. That was shortly after Curvante went out. Your assessment overall of Daquan's day? Uh, I think that he played really well at times. And, and then we hit a little lull in the second quarter where he had a bad series. Uh, the, uh, the very first drive, we missed a, a, a play, missed a check, pitched off the wrong guy, and had to end up kicking a field goal. 
But all in all, I thought that, uh, you know, he did some good things. We've got to do a better job taking care of the ball. Disappointed. End of the half, I mean, that's we, we, we weren't going to throw that ball unless the guy turned the guy loose. And we should have never, t you know, threw that one. And then, although it probably wasn't going to matter, you cannot afford to take a sack in the one-minute thing. We got – and. The, Part of that's not him. Part of it's protection, but you got to throw the ball away. You can't get get tackled. You'd, you'd also mentioned on the teleconference yesterday. Uh, in hindsight, you maybe wished you had rolled in some more offensive linemen because of the heat and because maybe there's not as much separation between the ones and the twos. That uh, that extra depth could have helped you on Saturday. Well, at some positions, we we talked about that. I talked about that with the staff this morning. I'm not sure that we're not playing too many on defense and not enough on offense. Mm -hmm. And what you want to do is you want to play as many as you can where the the uh, drop-off is not so huge. I mean, you can't take a Parker Braun out of the game and put in a walk-on just because they've, you know, or whatever. Now, if you've got three or four tackles that are close to being the same, you need to roll them. If you got three guards, you need to roll them sometimes. Uh, some kids can naturally play more than others. It's just kind of the way they're, they're built. Uh, you know, in a, in a game like that, it's always – I've always wondered, too, at times, you know, you would think the the really, really good players, the older players, the senior, wouldn't want to come out. I mean, you're trying to win the game. Either you're trying to score, you're trying to get a stop. Uh, so we've got to take a look at that. Uh, I had no idea. I didn't even realize, as you might imagine, there's a lot of things going on in the game, and I'm calling the plays, and I'm trying to make adjustments on offense, and I'm – I didn't realize who was playing and who wasn't playing half the time because, you know, that's why you have assistant coaches and they've got to watch that. All right, Coach, we appreciate the insights. Coming up, more questions on Twitter. The hashtag is AskCPJ. want to remind everybody that not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Back for more of the Paul Johnson Show after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. TheWhiteAndGold.com. Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a Tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's thewhiteandgold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech sports. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last second Hail Mary pass, but Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue. It's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. <laughs> ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You bleed together, you sweat together, you cry together, you fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles, they were won here. All on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute. We're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football from IMG Sports. You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now back to your host, Andy Demetra. 
Want to remind everyone to mark your calendars for next Monday, September 17th. We're hosting a live Paul Johnson radio show at Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House off of 11th Street in Midtown. And they've even sweetened the deal for you. Come wearing your Georgia Tech gear or show your buzz card, and you'll receive 10% off food. Ask your questions live and have the opportunity to receive prizes such as gift cards and Georgia Tech gear. That is, again, beginning next Monday, September 17th, one of our four live shows at Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House right off of 11th Street, right down the road from campus. Make sure to join us, and hopefully we can all join you talking about a 1-0 start in the ACC. As Georgia Tech takes on Pitt at Heinz Field on Saturday, kickoff time scheduled for right around 1230. You can always chime in with your questions on Twitter. The hashtag is AskCPJ. Greg uh, wanted to know, Coach, with the ball being placed on the 35 and the kick coverage the way it is, uh, why don't we just kick it out of bounds? Is that something that maybe you considered after that second Terrence Horn touchdown? You know, I considered a lot after. They almost broke the first one. And, uh, you know, the after that we kicked the two and we were going back to kick it deep again, I about had a coronary over there. And, and then we were supposed to squib it. We didn't squib it. But uh, you, it sh- you shouldn't have to kick the ball out of bounds. We've got to do a better job coaching the team. The guys on the team have got to take more responsibility and they have to listen and do what they said. And it's probably not a good idea to go on the road with six freshmen on the damn kickoff team. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised at how many kickoffs uh, are getting run out because of the new touchback rules? I, I would have thought that the ratio would have been a lot more lopsided with guys taking the touchback. It's a small sample size, obviously, but is that something that has surprised you so far, not only your guys but other teams running kicks off? Uh, no, uh, especially not against us. I'd mm-hmm. run them back too. The uh, – <laughs> I think that that people have to get a feel for it. Uh, There was a couple times we should have fair caught the ball when he hit hit the ball really high. We were lucky that Wanye made some guys miss or we would have been pinned back inside there. So we've got to do a better job, and and that's ultimately on me. I say we. I'm in charge of all of it. i got to do a better job with the kickoff team, and i got to do a better job of making sure who's on the kickoff team. All right, I'm sure we'll uh, make sure that message is heated on Saturday. Uh, standout on defense was Cal Serge Henderson. Had one career sack coming in, finished with two, three tackles for loss, six tackles. Why was he so effective on Saturday? Well, he did. He, he had some negative plays and he had some production, but we've got to learn to, to stay in our gap up there too. We, we create a lot of holes sometimes when we run around and play, make plays by ourselves. Okay, so he did get a couple of sacks, but also gave up some gaps as, as well? Well, not just how. I mean, we had, we had a lot of issues with that where guys are not playing their responsibility. Gotcha. Uh, we talked on this show about the way this 3-4 suits guys like Desmond Branch and, and David Curry. More on a broader level, how, how does the 3-4 suit Kyle Serge Henderson's skill set? Well, I think that Kyle's got some leverage and some quickness, and he, he's a strong kid, and he can be a really good football player in this system. And he plays really good at times. We just got to get more consistency out of Kyle. Uh, and and like a lot of the guys, you know, it's a little bit new. Where he's playing in there at nose is not so much different than what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys that are really different are probably the ends. I know the big individual numbers don't necessarily translate to a high grade on film. Your top tacklers on Saturday, a Johnny Kerr, Malik Rivera, they both finished with seven tackles. How'd they fare in the defensive backfield? I think Malik played okay. He, you know, he had a uh, couple of uh, one missed tackle on the goal line really hurt us down there uh, when we were late getting lined up. But uh, all in all, I think Malik was pretty solid. He's usually been pretty consistent. Uh, Johnny made a couple plays, but uh, there are some things he's got to work on. And I think that nice pass breakup in the end zone, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, did a good job. We'll take another timeout. Questions as well. Welcome on Twitter. Hashtag is AskCPJ. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown jackets to Quan Marshall. Hats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build capable, fun, and smart SUVs. 
SUVs like the all-new Ford EcoSport and the 2018 Expedition. Named Best Large SUV for Families by U.S. News. And now is a great time to check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs. Find great deals and offers at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. View U.S. News Best Cars at cars.usnews.com. For the best highlights and sound from each game, follow the Voice of the Jackets on Twitter at Andy Demetra. Our coverage continues right after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. Have you thought about your next doctor's visit? Probably not, but we have. And at Wellstar, we've got you covered for that flu shot you know you need <coughs> at one of our primary care clinics for that accident you weren't expecting at our level one trauma center and that old football injury that just reared up again. Ow. Yep, our orthopedic specialists are at the ready. Wellstar, we've got jacket fans covered. dialed into the Paul Johnson Show for more coverage of Yellow Jacket football alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year, Paul Johnson. Here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Every powerful drive is brought to you by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Welcome back to the Paul Johnson Show alongside the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, I'm Andy Demetra. The hashtag on Twitter for your questions is AskCPJ, and uh, I know you'll be playing without one and played most of the game on Saturday without another because of those ejections for targeting coach Tariq Carpenter and David Curry. Joe wants to know, I, I don't think he wants to know your thoughts on those individual uh, ejections, but it's more of a global question. Uh, your thought on the ejection of players when there's obviously no malicious intent, should there be more of a gray area in those targeting rules? That's ridiculous. And for what those two kids got thrown out of the game for is beyond ridiculous. And uh, so that's just uh, – that's all I better say about that. So, uh, you know, Tariq, he, he'll be back for the start of the pit game. Right. But David will have to sit out the first half. Does Correct. that move Quest Jackson up to number one inside back? Well, hopefully we can get Bruce Swilling ready. Uh, you know, I don't think Bruce played at all. I, I know he didn't. I, well, I asked about it on Sunday why he didn't play. And they said that he had been missing practice, you know, because he was hurt with a hamstring and then he had the, the scooter in incident but we need to get Bruce up to speed we need him out there playing he's one of the better athletes uh Tariq Carpenter I, I know was very limited but he also got that interception what allowed him to kind of sit back into coverage and what did the defense do well to bait Barnett into making that throw and in which Carpenter got his first career interception well I think we were in the we were in our dime and it was uh second either second long or third and long and uh Tariq made a really nice play good, good break on the quarterback and uh Looked like he was getting ready to drop in the flats, and then he stopped and realized he had the hook and came back, and I think it messed the quarterback up. Another question to ask CPJ. Matt wants to know, with Barnett breaking contain for runs on those pass plays, did you consider at any point putting a spy on him, or what could you have done differently to prevent those runs? You had even said on this show last week, Barnett's more mobile than a lot of people give him credit for. The uh, yeah, We had a spy on him at times, but you know the problem is you run out of people. You can't cover everybody. Uh, blitz and have a spy on people you you run out so uh, but the the thing we've got to do is we've got to do a better job being in our rush lanes and some of the blitzes where he escaped some of it we should have had guys that were zone droppers underneath that at least could have come up and, and made plays and uh, you can't run by the quarterback it doesn't do any good just to run past the quarterback I mean we've had a problem with that really for a while here so it's uh at some point, you got to stop and counter back. It's you can't just line up and just run straight up the field. Guy who got some reps on your line and, and turned in four tackles with the true freshman Jordan Dominic, who I believe at one point was a USF verbal. 
he's a guy that, because he was a February signee, I think he was the last guy to sign in your freshman class. He might have slipped the attention of a lot of Yellow Jacket fans, but here he is making plays on Saturday. What's earned Jordan that early playing time? Well, I think he's playing at a position right now that's unsettled. There's not uh, We're not getting what we want really out of that position. So uh, they're rolling. I think three guys played, and they all played probably about 20 snaps or 25 snaps. So, uh, you, you know, he created – he had a couple tackles and did some things. And like all of us, he's got a lot of things he's got to get better at. He was a February signee. Uh, and I believe you had maybe 18 guys signed in December in the early signing period, and so Jordan was one of the sprinkling of guys who delayed his, his commitment until February. Do you anticipate that becoming the norm now, where 80 to 85% of the class is getting sewn up, not just here but elsewhere in, in the early signing period? Um, I think that it's it'll probably be heavy uh, you know, in December, but I don't know the exact numbers, I think. But most of the people will sign the guys in December, and, if they're committed and don't sign, they're probably not committed, huh? Yeah, I, I suppose so. I think that's how it works. Uh, Malik Rivera was a guy who committed to you uh, during spring practice as a graduate transfer. Talking about graduate transfers, is that a tricky dynamic for, for a grad transfer? Because you're a newcomer on one hand, but also you're expected to be that veteran voice uh, for, for a position of need or for a position where you might have some inexperience. And if so, how's Malik handling that? Well, Malik's handled it really well. He's a really, really bright young man. And, uh, you know, the problem we have here with grad transfers is we can't get them in school. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's a special case that, uh, you know, came from a good academic school in Wofford. And, uh, you know, he's he's but he's made the transition very well. Uh, I know Eric Avila, your uh, assistant athletic trainer, has already tried to prod him for some stock tips. Yeah. No, he's a he's a smart guy. Definitely is. Well, anytime you have a triple, have you ever been around a guy who was a triple major as a Division One student athlete? Mm, not with the stuff that they're majoring in here. Yeah, no question. And that masters in quantitative and computational science at Georgia Tech. The seven tackles on Saturday, impressive, but I think Malik Rivera's uh, off the field accomplishments equally, if not more so. We'll continue to take your questions on Twitter. The hashtag is AskCPJ. Coming up, it's our Coca-Cola ACC refresher. As we move along, it's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven-layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. TheWhiteAndGold.com. Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a Tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's TheWhiteAndGold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech Sports. Where legends are made. Touchdown, Calvin Johnson! Roddy Jones around the right side. Justin Thomas taking it to the house. This is Georgia Tech football from IMG. We all know how important coaching is to great performance on the field. Well, the same is true in the classroom. That's why Georgia Power is teaming with Georgia Tech to sponsor the Professor of Excellence program, recognizing a tech professor who goes above and beyond for their students. Look for the honorees during an on-field presentation at every Jackets home game and learn more about Georgia Power's commitment to sport and scholastic excellence at georgiapower.com sports. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today.
Time now for an ACC refresher presented by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Here again, Andy Demetra. Here's a look around the ACC and our Coca-Cola ACC refresher. Refresher action starts Thursday and in conference play. Boston College takes on Wake Forest and Winston-Salem. All of their games alongside ours on Saturday. Florida State takes on Syracuse. Miami goes to Toledo. Yes, you heard correctly. Miami is at Toledo. UCF is at North Carolina. Virginia Tech at home versus ECU. Virginia plays host to Ohio. Duke is at Baylor. West Virginia at NC State. That game could get dicey with the uh, track of Hurricane Florence. A standby on that. Georgia Southern is at Clemson. Western Kentucky is at Louisville. Of course, our game, Georgia Tech versus Pittsburgh to open ACC play. 12-30, Tomey's Leather right here on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. Uh, the game Saturday, Coach, was televised on ABC ESPN2. I know you weren't watching, watching the telecast, neither were we. But as I understood later, there was a, a cutaway to your sidelines. And a lot of fans, not just Georgia Tech fans, they caught their first ever glimpse of your strength and conditioning assistant coach, Zach Reed. And he became something of a social media hit. Uh, Zach is a bit of a specimen, is he not? He works out a little. <laughs> Uh, he's like the, the, the Incredible Hulk, but not like the Lou Ferrigno Incredible Hulk, like the cartoon Incredible Hulk. I think his forearms are bigger than my legs. Yeah, he's a big guy. And uh, several of those strength coaches over there, uh, you know, they, they do a good job and they, they don't have any – they miss much time lifting. They get their lifts in. Yeah, he's got that power stash going too. And you'll be surprised to know we don't wear the same shirt size. Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, anybody on our staff does. Yeah, he is something else. So good to see Zach get some uh, some airtime and some recognition on social media this past Saturday. Uh, another question here on Twitter, Coach, hashtag is ask CPJ, what's the bigger challenge in facing an up-tempo offense such as USF? Is it the alignment or just the stamina of your guys trying to get lined up and, and one play right after another after another? I think recognition is probably the toughest, especially for a young team. And if you're trying to do a lot, uh, and they're going fast, just the formation recognition and those kind of things. And, you know, the stamina can become a problem if you let them stay out there. Uh, the best way to control that stamina is try to stop them and make them come off. Jenna wants to know on Twitter, who has the most influence among the players on the team? Does that person have the ability to motivate his teammates with positivity to move forward after a tough loss? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I would think the captains would be the ones that the players elected. But, uh, you know, I think that anybody who's around sports, while it bothers you, you have to learn to move on. And what I've seen the kids nowadays, yeah, they'll be fine. How about the perimeter blocking of the A-backs? Uh, it seemed like on a lot of those pitches, some of the speed option stuff that you were working, guys got some good seals, third quarter especially it seemed, and they was able to spring your ball carriers loose. Yeah, I, mean, I think we did a good, an adequate job out there. Uh, you, you know, I was up until the, I guess, the fourth quarter when we had the turnover. Uh, you know, in the second half, we'd move the ball and scored pretty much every time up until that point. Uh, and then after that, we got, uh, got our infamous holding penalty, and then we – turned the guy quasi loose on the rush and he hit the arm and we got an interception by the end the game's over uh you know if we could have got a, a even a stop there we would only been down seven or if we could have got a quick score uh later but they did an adequate job on the perimeter i thought that uh you know especially in the second half we left a little out there in the first half but a lot of it was self-inflicted the two series that we had to punt uh, like I said, we missed a check or two, and, and we missed a read. But, it, you know, you, it's hard to be perfect. And uh, in the second half, the turnovers did us in. Yeah, Quay Searcy with that fumble, normally a sure-handed guy. Uh, another one of your A-backs, Clinton Lynch. Uh, once, we, like we said, slipped down that seam, and he was off 81 yards in that touchdown catch from uh, Taquan Marshall. You're running, as I recall, and as Sean told us, uh, some speed options, the B-back to kind of set it up. And Paul even observed, there's, Coach Johnson has a counter that I think he's setting up. What did you see to kind of set up that play where Clinton Lynch was able to break free and cut it loose for 81? Yeah, they were just trying to run the backside safety over in the alley to get an extra player. And uh, he was getting flatter and flatter, and we just 
caught him. Caught him with his eyes in the wrong place. 81 yards, boy. It's just like all of two years ago with Clinton Lynch, and I'm sure that had to feel good for him. He was the guy who just yeah. couldn't couldn't seem to find the end zone last year. And that was uh, a nice throw by Daquan. I mean, yeah. it, sometimes it's not easy to hit those guys when they're running that wide open. You know, th that's a good point because when you see a guy who's that wide open, it's not as easy a throw. as There's got to be some touch there as well for Clinton Lynch to run underneath it. Sometimes when a guy is so wide open, you're so excited to, to make that throw to him that – you overshoot him or you underthrow him, and a lot can go wrong, but that was a nice delivery and stride by Taquan. Yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, Clinton is whirly enough. He kind of got himself in the open space, and when he caught it, uh, Malachi Carter was out there, I think, and, and sealed the guy and got a good block for him. And Malachi Carter also got some reps on him on that final series, another one of your true freshmen. What's he done to enable him to jump into the two deep at wide receiver? He's a good player, and we got to play him more. we got to get him out there some more. All right, looking forward to that. Former Gwinnett County wide receiver of the year from just up the road. We'll take another timeout. More of your questions coming up. We'll also have our MGM keys to the game as we look ahead to Georgia Tech versus Pittsburgh. Georgia Tech trying to follow up on that victory over the Panthers last year in Atlanta. They'll try to do so in Pittsburgh as we continue to get you ready for another Saturday for the Yellow Jackets. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build the legendary F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 41 years with Super Duty and Motor Trend's 2018 Truck of the Year, the F-150. Now is a great time to check out Ford F-Series trucks with great offers, leases, and financing at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. Best-selling trucks based on sales December 1976 to November 2017. Where memories are made. This is a miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets. 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Cersei. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Hey, Georgia Tech fans. Welcome to Wellstar Health System. You probably think we're going to give you a bunch of healthy living tips, but we've only got 30 seconds. We know that life happens, and when it does, Wellstar's got you covered with the largest health system in Georgia. With hospitals, outpatient care, primary care, specialty medicine, and urgent care all conveniently located. We'll be nearby when you need us. Wellstar, we've got Jacket fans covered. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now back to your host, Andy Demetra. We remind you once again to mark your calendars for next Monday, September 17th. We're taking the Paul Johnson Show back out live and on the road to Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House right off of 11th Street in Midtown. Come wear your Georgia Tech gear or show your buzz card and receive 10% off food. Ask your questions live. Have the opportunity to win prizes such as gift cards and Georgia Tech gear. That is next Monday, September 17th at Six Feet Under Pub and Fish House in Midtown. Andy Demetra, the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Paul Johnson. Uh, let's go through some other guys. And I don't believe in these first two shows. We even mentioned Don Reese and Moore, who was second on your team in attackers for loss and sacks a year ago. He's another guy that's trying to anchor that defensive front. Uh, how has he looked through two games, and how can Henri continue to, to become more impactful moving forward? Well, I think Henri's done uh, you know, well the first two games. He's probably as consistent as anybody up there. And, uh you know, he's one of our leaders and one of our better players on the team, and hopefully he'll 
have a big year. He's another one of those kind of softer-spoken leaders, kind of lead-by-example guy. Yeah, he's not a, not much of a talker. Brent King was one for one in his field goals, and uh, he's got Brad Stewart as his holder. I'm really curious. Like, do the place kickers hold their auditions for their holder? Did Brad volunteer? How, how does that work? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I, I have no idea what goes on with the yeah. specialists. Well, <laughs> what happens is we have guys who hold, and, and they end up in pre and post and whatever working together, and then when we're working on the kicks, and – we usually let the kickers, you know, they're together all all the day, all the time. So that's why some of them used the punter. Uh, Brenton was more comfortable with Brad, and you know, Brad does a really good job if you watch him. He's a good holder. What makes him such a good holder? Get just the ball on the spot. Yeah. You know, put it down where the kicker wants it, and and the the speed, the get off time. Uh, how'd he do? And Jalen Camp do as uh, the wide receivers on Saturday. They did okay. I think Brad's played really well the first two games. Again, Jalen's got a lot of ability. He's got to be more consistent. Perimeter blocking for those two guys. Was it up to your standards as well Saturday? Well, they did a nice job in the second half sealing some guys. I mean, we got in the formation, and they had to, to, to block down on some guys, and they did a nice job for the most part getting that done. We'll continue to move along with our MGM Keys of the Game versus Pittsburgh. That follows these words on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last-second Hail Mary pass, but Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue, it's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown jackets to Quan Marshall. Pats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. Follow us on Twitter at IMG Audio for the best highlights and sound from around the country each Saturday. More coverage of Yellow Jacket football continues after these messages. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. At Georgia Power, we do more than generate some of the lowest cost energy in the country. We attract businesses to our state by connecting national and global companies to an expanding pool of talent. This effort has resulted in over 134,000 new jobs in the last 10 years alone. It's just one of the many ways we help make our state a better place to live, work, and grow. Georgia Power, generating opportunity. Learn more at georgiapower.com growth. It's time for a look at this weekend's upcoming opponent, brought to you by MGM Resorts. With a look at the keys for this week's game, once again, here's Andy Demetra. So, Coach, open ACC play against Pittsburgh and Heinz Field. Pitt had the largest loss in 22 years on Saturday. They fell 51-6 to Penn State, so you know they, like you, are ready to get back on that field and attack the win column. Last year, you walloped Pitt for 436 rushing yards. Cravante Benson had 196. That was the most rushing yards by a B-back in your time at Georgia Tech. What made the running game so effective, as you recall, versus Pitt last year? Well, you know, going through this weekend and watching the tape and getting ready to play, you have to give Cravante credit. He ran a slap over most of them. I mean, it, we, we did a pretty good job blocking at times, but uh, Cravante just ran like a man possessed in that game last year and was really good. Uh, it, you know, the game last year, we tried to give it away. Uh, you know, I think we must have had four or five turnovers. And uh, the, you know, won't be any secret where they are. They don't. They know where we are. 
So it's going to be who can execute and who can take care of the ball and play clean. They, like USF, have a grad transfer quarterback, Max Brown. Limited tape on him, but from your initial scouting report, uh, what's caught your eye on him? Uh, he's not playing. The other kid is oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah the, the kid who started the last few games. and uh, He had a lot of the preseason attention, but uh, the other starter, yeah. Kenny Pickett. That's I, the I, guy, yeah. yeah. I don't think that the other guy's still there. That was He was there a year ago. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm yeah. losing my mind here, as many <laughs> of us are. Tell us about Kenny Pickett, though. He was another guy who was kind of, I think, a third stringer at this time a year ago and has worked his way up. And Again, limited tape on him as well, but what's kind of jumped out at well, him? Well, he started. He played in the Miami game a year ago when they upset Miami mm -hmm. and uh, finished out the year for him, and then he's played the first two. He's uh, – very similar to the guy we just played, and then he'll pull the ball down and run with it and scramble. And uh, pretty mobile. Uh, they've got some some big backs. They're more of a, I would say they're power misdirection team. Uh, and uh, but he's very capable of of throwing and running the ball. I'm thinking of Towns, aren't I? Quarterback, grad I transfer. I, you might be. I don't know. The, the one I'm, I know that plays is the picket kid. It, it's amazing how many grad transfer quarterbacks now you got to keep track of in the FBS. It seems like that has become a very uh, bustling market here just in the last three or four years. Um, we've talked about Pitt at least in the past, and I know they've gone through some changes in their, their coordinators in recent years, but you talked about eye candy, pre-snap motion. Is that still sort of part of the, the offensive identity for Pittsburgh? No, they changed. I mean, they still have their, their base stuff. I think they'd like to be a power-running team and a drop-back-throwing team. Uh, but uh, but they will give you some speed sweeps, and, and we struggled with it on Saturday. So everything that you struggle with, you're going to see the next week until you show that you can play it. When you're facing a team that, plays, that runs a speed sweep, what are the keys to kind of sealing the edge and making sure those gains go for minimal yards? you got to set the edge. Somebody's got to set the edge and contain. That's the number one thing. And not try to over-pursue and just well, come down just, to trust in your you lanes. pull it up to, to the guys that are coming inside out. Somebody's got to be the edge. Uh, you will be looking to, to find that elusive finishing formula on the road. Uh, I know you're not a psychologist, but do you feel like it's more uh, of an intangible thing as anything else at this point? You know, really, maybe I should talk about it. We haven't talked about it. Uh, we just try to get ready to go play the next game. Uh, so it's uh, that's kind of kind of where we are. We haven't changed the way we go on the road in years where we were won them all, or years where we haven't won. It's just another game on the field, and it's a business trip. You have to go play. We have to get ready to go play for 60 minutes. And it, you know, the last couple of games on the road that I can think of that Virginia, this game we lost in special teams. Both those games. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if we can't do a better job in that area, same thing's going to happen. If I was a guy, I believe I'd want to be on the damn kickoff team if I'd been paying attention. Uh, from, from your team? Just yeah. Get more reps and more opportunities to – Well, I wouldn't care if I was starting every play on the other yeah. side. It's uh, taking accountability it's, for – We've seen what's happened the last two times we've gone on the road with it. And that's ultimately – like I said, it's ultimately comes back to me. But there's some other people that it's on, too. So we've got to take some accountability and some responsibilities for it. Is, is it hard uh, to, to work on special teams during the year because it's hard to simulate that full speed kind of thing? Or well, you can do it. You've got time and practice every day. If you're in charge of those teams, you can practice it the way you want. I'm just curious how that dynamic and can go. I promise you, although sometimes it doesn't look like it, we probably spend more time practicing special teams or as much as anybody in the country. Can, can you explain to folks, though, uh, that there's there's more nuance, I think, in, in kick return coverage defense than people tend to think. It's not just fly downfield and get to the ball carrier. There are guys who have different responsibilities and different levels and layers um, that, that all kind of come together uh, if it's done right. Yeah, you've got lanes that you got to get down to, but you also have to have some layers, and you, and you have a contained guy and then a fold guy. And they can't both run be contained guys, or they can't both be full guys. They have to be do what they're supposed to do. Uh, Saturday, for instance, if you if you watch the thing, we had a couple guys get double teamed. You got to take the double team on. You can't run sideways. One went to the numbers. One went to the other hash. So you you just create a lane in there that nobody can can cover, and especially then when you don't have a full player that should be back and folding in. 
when the thing does break. So it was, uh, you know, poor execution on on our part and give them some credit. They blocked our tail off. Uh, once again, our keys to the game brought to you by MGM. Humans were born to be bored. That's why we created MGM Resorts to entertain the human race. Visit MGMResorts.com to book your Vegas stay today. One final timeout. We'll wrap things up with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Paul Johnson. After this, on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar, we've got you covered. Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. TheWhiteAndGold.com. Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a Tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's thewhiteandgold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech sports. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects, and here it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech Football. is when it gets started on Saturday at Heinz Field, the ACC opener for your Yellow Jackets against Pittsburgh. Our network airtime is at 10.30 statewide, also on the Georgia Tech game day, and tune-in apps. And I imagine, Coach, that's a big part of the conversation this week. You know, as difficult as that loss might have been last Saturday, 0-0 in the ACC, and that's uh, where you want to be. Well, that's where we get a, you get a fresh start in the league, and one of our goals is try to win the Coastal Division and get to Charlotte for the championship game. And we got our first test uh, this week, a division game on the road. So it's really important. I know we've covered a lot of ground this last hour. Anybody that uh, we haven't mentioned yet that uh, you felt was maybe unsung in, in his efforts on Saturday? I feel like we've covered a pretty yeah, good know, number of guys. Parker Braun played really well, and, and he had a lot of guys he knocked to the ground and uh, flies around and did some good things offensively. Uh you mentioned Malik. I thought David Curry was playing really well until he got tossed. Is that, you know, something with Parker Braun as a guard, that it goes underappreciated just how much of an impact he makes in the game? Probably. Uh, you know, he's he's one of the best, if not the best player on the team. Yeah. He did the highest grade on the offensive line on Saturday? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How the other offensive line been there? Hazel Lee, I know we talked about him Hazel played a little better. We, we have a – I mean, they grade them pretty hard. So, yeah. for those guys, the grades are misleading. I mean, you can look in one position, it'll all be graded 90, and, you know, the other position graded 50. And the truth is the ones who played 50 played better than the ones that were 90. It's You have to let each assistant coach have their own kind of system, and then a winning grade is different. If the offensive line get over 50, they've played really well. Hazel was out for a few snaps. He's back in, good to go. Should be no issues uh, as we get started yep, this week. Hopefully we got Kenny Cooper back this week. Uh, he's supposed to, to be full go, so hopefully we can integrate him back in the lineup. And too. with Kenny, you've also talked about the flexibility of starting him or playing him at guard. He's, if he's full go and ready to yeah. go, is he in it back at center? Probably not this week. I mean, I think that he have to get back to where he's played before, and, you know, he won't be able to play a – full game I wouldn't think the first week back so we'll have to spot him but it'd be great if we can get him back and he can spell Hazel for a couple of series and then we can fix that problem moving forward where where everybody fits chance for the Yellow Jackets to go to 1-0 and in the ACC 12-30 on Saturday as they take on the Pitt Panthers and that wraps up this week's edition of the Paul Johnson Show. Coach we appreciate it thank you. Alright thanks. For the head coach Paul Johnson 
network engineer, Miller Pope, and for all of you, Andy Demetrum. So long once again. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Kickoff time, 1230, the Jackets and the Pitt Panthers. It's the Paul Johnson Show right here on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. You've been listening to the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. Tonight's show has been presented by the following partners. Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got your a winner. Please join us every Monday night throughout the season for the Paul Johnson Show. Georgia Tech Football is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.